Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. And now, making his way to the podcast studio all the way from Sacramento, California, he eats, sleeps, and breathes pro wrestling. He is the best self-proclaimed pro wrestling analyst in the world. Wrestling is still real to him, and he is here to keep good wrestling alive. He is the host of Snug Wrestling Podcast, the one, the only, Edgar Avila. AEW and NXT are going to be going head-to-head once again next week. The two companies are going to be clashing on the same night. We're going to have two episodes of Wrestling NXT and AEW's title Tuesday. We're also going to be talking about AEW Dynamite. The four-year anniversary of Dynamite just went down today. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back again to Snug Wrestling with me, your host. My name is Edgar and this is episode number 65 if you haven't already hit me up at snug wrestling do not forget to like comment share subscribe and all that great great stuff and you already know what time it is news time It was announced that NXT is going to be bringing more and more main roster talents over to NXT next week for their next episode. We're going to be seeing John Cena, Cody Rhodes, Paul Heyman, and Asuka. The last time John Cena was on NXT was May 3rd, 2013 with Damian Sandow in a dark segment. It wasn't televised, but there is some footage out there on YouTube. Ziggler was also on NXT and Randy Orton as well as Chris Jericho also made an appearance in 2013 on NXT. John Cena he's going to be in the corner with Carmelo Hayes and Paul Heyman he's going to be in the corner of Braun Breaker Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker are scheduled to have a match next week on NXT and Cody Rhodes was said to have an announcement on NXT so of course everyone is probably going to want to tune in to hear what Cody Rhodes has to say and also Brown Breaker becoming a Paul Heyman guy that should be really interesting and also Asuka she is set to have a one-on-one match versus Roxanne Perez this really really special edition of NXT is sparking a lot of controversy is sparking a lot of talks amongst the wrestling fans the AEW fans specifically they believe that this is all being done just for the simple fact that AEW has moved their Dynamite show to Tuesday night for whatever reason it was I believe it has to do with the NHL with hockey or something like that but AEW was forced to move their show to Tuesday night and that's the reason why WWE is stacking their NXT shows that could be true and a lot of the AEW fans are really getting a kick out of this because of all the comments that have been said recently that AEW is a second brand company or is really not a competition to the WWE but if that were true then why is WWE stacking up their card for NXT 
NXT on the same night that AEW just happens to televise their show on a Tuesday night as well. If AEW wasn't really a competition, if AEW was really the second-rate company, then why is WWE doing this to NXT? Now, even though that can be really understandable, and that is a really good point, is it a coincidence that WWE just so happened to say, hey, on this day, I'm just going to put all of these stars on NXT. It just so happens to land on the same day that AEW is doing a show on Tuesday night. Is that a coincidence? It's also been highly expected and it's been talked about for months now that NXT is slowly transitioning into becoming that third brand for WWE, the top brand. And it's not going to be just the developmental system. It's not going to be under the SmackDown and Raw brands. WWE is looking to build up NXT as an equal to Raw and SmackDown and they've been slowly working on that for months over time already. Since the TKO Endeavor deal closed, that was one of the things that was speculated that NXT was going to change. A lot more main roster stars were going to go to and from NXT and we have been seeing that. We've been seeing the Judgment Day. We've been seeing Baron Corbin has been down there in NXT for quite some time. Dolph Ziggler was down there. Becky Lynch is a NXT Women's Champion. And we've been seeing Dragon Lee. And we've been seeing a mixture of NXT talent and main roster talent going back and forth from Raw to SmackDown to NXT. So one could even say that this is already part of the plan. But the fact that John Cena and Cody Rhodes on the same night that AEW is doing their own show. I don't know. That seems like it's a little bit too much much of a coincidence for me but let me know what you guys think where do you guys land on this is wwe doing this to completely shut down AEW dynamite is it time to admit that AEW is in competition with wwe AEW just came back from having a really good pay-per-view from wrestle dream which that is saying a lot especially coming from me who is really critical of wrestling not just AEW, but wwe as well and I can honestly say that Wrestle Dream is probably the best pay-per-view AEW has ever had. Also, keep in mind, Adam Copeland, aka Edge, is also part of AEW now. He's supposed to have his debut match on that Dynamite on Title Tuesday. And it just seems like things are really heating up now between AEW and WWE. And it should be. Jade Cargill went to WWE. Cody Rhodes went to WWE. And there's been some talks that ricky starks might also join the wwe and let's not forget mjf the aew world champion and a lot more stars from the wwe went to aew so yes let these two companies compete with each other let them have these rating wars let's see it let's do it it's good for everyone if wwe wants to compete with aew then let them let it happen i want to see it we should all want to see this happen and i'm excited for it i wonder what the ratings are gonna be i know i'm gonna be watching both i don't know how that's gonna play out yet i might have to have one on my phone one on the tv i might have to record the other one and watch it later i don't know but either way i'm gonna be tuning into both let me know what you guys think about this at snug wrestling let's get into the fun stuff let's get into aew dynamite the four year anniversary episode october 4th in stockton california
The show opened up with Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega, and congratulations are in order for Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega on four years of AEW because these two take a lot of credit of starting the company along with Cody Rhodes, Tony Khan, and the Young Bucks, but Kenny Omega and Jericho played a really, really big big part in starting AEW and then they get interrupted by Adam Copeland Adam Copeland shakes Chris Jericho's hand his old buddy from back in the day and Kenny Omega also shook Adam Copeland's hands and said good to meet you you really had me at the edge of my seat lol wink wink good one Kenny Omega and the opening match was Nick Jackson versus Ray Phoenix and Ray Phoenix did not jumpstart this match he did not jumpstart Nick Jackson and and actually waited for the bell to ring which was really surprising I'm not used to seeing that from Ray Phoenix but to my surprise these guys were actually having a wrestling match Ray Phoenix started selling his back because he was taken out of the match at Wrestle Dream and even though Ray Phoenix was clear to compete and I just love it when wrestling makes sense but then Ray Phoenix and Nick Jackson took the fight outside of the ring and into the crowd and I'm like man we were doing so good guys but it wasn't long after that that this match turned into a super kick flippy doodah choppy chop party ray phoenix was going to hit nick jackson with the pile driver the same pile driver that ray phoenix hit john moxley with and almost gave him brain damage and you can hear taz say oh no but luckily ray phoenix did not hit nick jackson with that pile driver nick jackson countered ray phoenix countered again and retained this championship and won this match versus Nick Jackson Ray Phoenix is still the international champion. Roger Strong and Adam Cole they have a video package and I was looking forward to this but AEW was having some sound issues on my TV at least I thought it was my TV only and I couldn't really hear what they were saying but Adam Cole and Roger Strong they looked like they were having a really good time kind of like the same video packages that MJF and Adam Cole have and then we cut to the ring and some blonde guy is in the ring and his his name is Griff Garrison. Who the fuck is Griff Garrison? No, I'm just kidding. I know who he is. Griff Garrison is Brian Pillman's Jr. old partner, but since Brian Pillman Jr. is no longer with the company, we were told that Griff Garrison has been in Ring of Honor doing his thing out there, and we haven't seen Griff Garrison in AEW for quite some time. He has something. Griff Garrison has something, and we haven't really been able to see Griff Garrison show us what he's got in AEW. So I was curious to see who he was going to go up against here. And then Wardlow's music hits. And ah shit. Griff, you better run, my guy. And Wardlow, he absolutely squashed Griff Garrison and didn't even pin him. He just completely powerbombed him through hell. And the referee just called off the match. Wardlow walked off and that was it. Wardlow is back. Another guy that we haven't seen in quite some time. And I'm starting to understand what Tony Khan meant by the start of a new era we got Wardlow back we got Adam Copeland we're getting some pretty interesting feuds now and we'll talk about those more later on because we had Don Callis and speaking of interesting feuds
feuds, this is not one of them. Sammy Guevara was announced that he was not medically cleared to compete in that tag team match that was scheduled with Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. So instead, Don chose Kyle Fletcher to assist Takeshka to replace Sammy Guevara. Roderick Strong and Adam Cole, their video package, it got replayed again because it was actually not my TV. It was the TBS network that was having sound issues. And I'm really glad that they played this again just so I can hear Roderick Strong say, Adam, Adam. Roderick Strong, he had an emergency. Roderick Strong needed Adam Cole to move furniture which was hilarious because adam cole is injured he fucked up his ankle and he's about to get surgery and Roger strong asked adam cole to move furniture when the other two guys the really strong guys matt Taven and mike bennett were standing right there and they did not help and we're just watching adam cole move furniture with one hand and one leg then we had the butcher and the blade and kip sabian versus the acclaim all the aew originals were in the show this was a six-man tag match the butcher and the blade they jump-started the acclaim because they did not appreciate the very well-versed rap that the acclaim did and that rap was really good it got me really laughing out loud and the acclaim won this match the trios tag team championship belts were not on the line but it was still really fun to see tony storm and rj they had another interview tony storm is upset poor rj he looked terrified tony storm realizes that she's tired timeless timeless tony storm it's got a nice ring to it the bang bang gang they come out and they cut a promo and they're talking about mjf the people's douchebag the people's scumbag and i'm like no there's only one guy that can say the people's and mjf he's got some splaining to do and they call out the devil mjf says that he's honest about all the bad shit that he's done and he wasn't the one that attacked tofu i mean jay white mjf says if y'all don't believe me then we can settle it the way that people here in stockton settle it with a good old-fashioned stockton street fight and man i'm from sacramento california so i can honestly tell you that that is very true the people in stockton don't fuck around but jay white ended up attacking mjf from behind and jay white makes the challenge to mjf for the triple b championship at full gear november 18th and i'm like yes i want to see this mjf and jay white are going to be going one-on-one mjf accepted the challenge orange cassidy and hook have another interview and this is the most boring interview ever so boring that even renee looked like she was about to fall asleep Takeshka and fletcher versus chris jericho and kenny omega this match was one of the matches that i was not really looking forward to just because of everything that's been going on with all of these guys i don't really care i'm sorry but i just don't and the fact that sammy Guevara wasn't in this match and they just threw in Kyle Fletcher in there made me care even less it seemed like AEW just said since Sammy can't compete let's put a guy out there that looks like Sammy and wrestles like Sammy and it has the same hairstyle as Sammy and maybe no one will notice that it's not Sammy but because it's AEW everyone was just running in and out poor Audrey Edwards couldn't do anything about it Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho won Don Callis was really 
really ticked off about that, but it doesn't end there because Willie Hobbs attacked Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega, and Don Callis is recruiting everyone. I mean, he has Takeshka, he has Sammy Guevara, he has Will Ospreay, and it looks like Don Callis has Kyle Fletcher too, and now Don Callis has Willie Hobbs, and Don Callis, he's like the new NWO now. He's just recruiting everyone left and right, but Willie Hobbs, that's a good recruitment for a faction. If if you want some muscle in your team, well, Willie Hobbs, he's going to get the job done, so I give Don Callis credit for that one. Willie Hobbs is beating Kenny Omega senseless, and where's his elite pals? With friends like that, I mean, I think you need some new friends. Kenny I believe Excalibur or someone said that well the Bucks they had to leave after their match and Hangman isn't in Stockton and well well that sucks for you Kenny I'm sorry because Willie Hobbs beat the total shit out of Kenny Omega here Don Callis tries to tape Kenny Omega's wrist to the ropes and Kenny rips off the tape like nothing and Don Callis it looked like he's never taped anything in his life because they were really having some issues taping down Kenny Omega or maybe they just got the wrong tape Don Callis gave Kenny Omega a chair shot flat on his head we don't really see that very often especially in 2023 chair shots to the head are usually a big no-no over there on the other side in WWE and AEW not the case. Then MJF had an interview and MJF runs into one of the acclaimed guys that is always Twitter stalking him or X stalking him sending him all these lovely messages and saying how handsome MJF is and MJF freaks out and tries to call Adam Cole but no answer from Adam Cole and MJF looks puppy dog sad. Samoa Joe he has a video package and he's announced that he's focused and he's ready and when he's hungry he always manages to eat and he's talking about maxi max maxville jacob friedman the aew world heavyweight champion and everyone is coming after mjf jay white is coming after mjf samoa joe he's not done with mjf it seems like and we also get a tease from adam copeland later on in the show for mjf as well so mjf he's also the ring of honor tag team champion or one half and he's got his hands full mjf is a very very busy man nowadays sky blue versus timeless tony storm timeless tony storm her makeup is all messed up when she goes out there to the ring talking about living the gimmick and she even looks at the camera during the match and says watch out for these very important sponsors man she can do it all she even pitched the picture in picture tony storm is amazing sky blue this is the girl that went viral because of her ass not her wrestling congratulations sky blue i guess i don't know tony storm ended up winning and i just love tony storm she's really good adam copeland gets an interview with tony shivani and adam thinks that the aew title will look good on him so again everyone is after the champ and they should be because no one that shows up to the company says hey i don't want to be champion no everyone wants to be the champion and that's how it should be and then adam copeland starts talking about first ever matches versus moxley versus omega and he goes down the list of all the possible challengers that Adam Copeland can have. And the first two that he named were my least favorite. The last guys I want to see Adam Copeland wrestle is John Moxley and Kenny Omega. You have a roster full of great talent, but the first two names are the worst ones. And then Adam Copeland talks about his daughter. His daughter, who is very much wiser than he'll ever be, told him, you should go to AEW and have fun. 
fun with Uncle Jay. And at first I thought he was talking about FTR because I believe they have some type of family related thing going on with them. But no, he told us, Adam Cole, Adam Copeland, too many Adams, pal, told us, Uncle Jay, we know him as Christian Cage. And I'm like, holy shit. Adam Copeland calls out Christian Cage and I have never been a fan of Christian Cage ever until now. I never understood the hype of Christian Cage until now. This guy is amazing to me now. Christian Cage comes out and Adam Copeland explains to Christian Cage why he attacked his boys Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne. And the answer is simple. It's because I have never seen you be a dick like this than ever before. He saw Christian standing over Sting, one of his heroes, the guy that they've looked up to ever since they were young, and Christian was about to hit Sting with the concerto and Adam Copeland was not gonna have it, but it's okay. It's time. It's time for Adam Copeland and Christian to team up again. It's time for them to be a tag team again since 2011, and it's time for them to have tag team matches versus people like FTR and the Young Bucks. I don't know about that one, but FTR. Christian Cage goes for a hug and grabs the mic and tells Adam Copeland to go fuck himself. I kind of had a feeling this was going to happen, but I was still really glad that it did because Christian is keeping his heel character strong. What a great ending to this fourth anniversary episode of AEW Dynamite. It was really good to see Adam Copeland and Christian Cage in the ring again, and they also teased the match for next week, which is going to be Adam Copeland versus Luchasaurus. That was AEW Dynamite. Let me know what you guys think. Hit me up at Snug Wrestling. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk soon. We'll be right back. 